Hello and welcome back to the What Is Life Dude podcast, everybody. We're your hosts, Eric and Sarah. Welcome back. Today, we are going to have a shorter episode, and we decided that every month, we're going to do probably three serious episodes and one more fun one, and these are going to be called our wildcard episodes. Wild with a capital, wait, wildcard with a capital wild because, it's an acronym. Because wild is what is life, dude. And yes. I didn't realize that until I was naming the uh, project session file. So <laughs> what are these episodes? We're just going to talk about things we've been enjoying over the course of the past month, things we've been thinking about that are less serious than our usual episodes. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually really curious to see like where the episodes, like how the episodes are going to go mm-hmm. because we're like, oh, they're going to be less serious. But more you know, fun. I want to have more fun. But it's still us. And I'm sure. ex- excited to see what's going to like come out when we start talking about just the things that we're enjoying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just more lighthearted and and whatnot. Anything right. goes. So shall we dive right in? Yeah. Do you... I feel like I want you to start with your your main... The main thing you've been like... Obsessed with. Addicted to, obsessed with, enamored with. Mm-hmm. Now, I mentioned this at the end, very, very tail end of the last episode, I believe, but I've been obsessed with the video game Stardew Valley, which is... Well, I think it's available on a couple platforms. I've been playing it on Switch, and it's a farming simulator game. You know, if you are familiar with the old Harvest Moon games on like N64... I used to love those growing up, and this is like scratching that itch. Well, you so we did talk about this very briefly, but mm-hmm. when we first got the Switch over the winter, Sarah and I bought Animal Crossing mm-hmm. because, I mean, in 2020, people, everyone was obsessed with Animal Crossing because it had just come out and the pandemic had just started, and it was like a match made in heaven for this um, small bit of consumerism. Mm-hmm. So then two years later, we're like, oh, let's try, let's try Animal Crossing. And... I mean, Sarah got it because you wanted it to be like yeah. Harvest Moon. You wanted it to be like a farming thing. Mm-hmm. And man, is it just a different kind of game that you just really never got into. I just much. couldn't. What a disappointment. It's not very bingeable is the thing. And I'm a very, when I when I like something, I, I want to go in. I want to go in hard. I want there to be a lot of strategy. And um, if you're familiar with Animal Crossing, it's kind of like you're designed to use it a little bit every single day Mm -hmm. and yeah and a big reason for that is because it's real time yeah it's in in real time so when it's 11 p.m here it's 11 p.m in your game and it's just very restrictive Mm -hmm. you know like you're just you're just like crushing days in stardew valley and you're Mm -hmm. like boom today i'm gonna farm this i'm gonna hit on this guy or girl in the game in the town (laughs) um and animal crossing it's like i guess i'll just wait till tomorrow which is an interesting move for a video game mm-hmm. like i get how it's cool yeah. but at the same time like it does make your game restrictive mm-hmm. you can't binge it like you said right so stardew valley i love it i we got the switch a couple months ago mm-hmm. when did we get it january and from the very beginning my sister who's a huge gamer she was telling me to buy stardew valley because she knows me she knows my taste pretty well and I was very hesitant to do it because I had seen some of the gameplay online and it's kind of like a retro look. It's like one of those kind of 2D games, not 2D, 3D. I think, wait. It's not side scrolling, but it's it's designed to look 
retro. And I just really wanted something visually stunning. Eric was playing Ghost of Tsushima Mm. on PS4, which is really beautiful. And I had like kind of raised my standards, I guess. But so that prevented me from buying it for a while. Mm. But I finally caved because they were offering a free trial in the Nintendo online store. Got the free trial and was addicted from the first day. So it's like my favorite thing. It's been the best because we're in the middle of a move right now. How many days left do we have here? I don't know a few. Can you guys see this box if you're watching on YouTube? <laughs> this is just a box of shit. We have these all over our home. Yeah. Um, we're recording this on Saturday and our last night is Thursday. Wow. It really snuck up on me. I have I have a really poor sense of time. As in if I don't see physically like on a calendar, like I need to see things visually to organize them in my brain. And for the longest time in my brain, I just saw two weeks, two weeks, we have two weeks, we have two weeks. And then at one point, Eric was like, uh, this is our last weekend in Colorado. And I was like, uh, what? 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 I thought we had two weeks left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, honey, you've been saying two weeks since March. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's just weird because we, <laughs> you use so much in your house. Yeah. And it's like, even now I'm like, I'm going to break down my desk today. Like, I don't have any I don't have any work projects coming up be well, because we're moving. And I'm like, let me just put all the stuff away. And Sarah's like, well, we have to do another podcast episode for next week, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So now we're doing this. And like immediately after, I'm going to like edit the video, export it, and tear down all my recording stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just moving is difficult because most of the stuff is in use. Yeah. You know, like we emptied our nightstands. Well, not most of the stuff, but a lot of the important stuff like furniture yeah. is in use like right. for example we need to sell our couch or give our couch away before we leave because we're not storing it because we're not coming back here <laughs> and we're like mm, we hope someone buys it in time so we're not like trying to figure out on the day that we're supposed to move out what <laughs> to do with our couch yeah um so you know if we sell sell it on time we're going to be without a couch for a few days we'll just sit on the floor it's fine yeah you can play stardew valley on the floor you can play it anywhere well, speaking of, you know, usually I go and play basketball at the park, and if Sarah comes with me, she'll just, well, it, you at first you were sitting in- Bringing a camping chair. In the camping chair under a tree. Or getting some sun. And now you sit in the car with the windows down. And I recline the seat all the way. <laughs> and she was just bringing her books or mm -hmm. a podcast or whatever yeah. into the car, and now it has evolved or- one could say devolved <laughs> into <laughs> her. If you're not familiar with the Nintendo Switch, um, it's you can play it portable or you can dock it and attach it to your TV. Mm -hmm. So she's been playing it handheld in the car for an hour while I play basketball and just enjoying the breeze and the right. sunshine and the sunlight. What's so funny too is when we initially got the Switch, they have a couple, they have like a, a normal model and then they have a slightly upgraded one that has like a nicer screen. And we were debating which one to get and i was like I, we, let's just get the base model i'm never even going to use the handheld option like it's why would i going to be plugged in yeah like why would i play i don't know like like i'm a kid i need like a game boy which is another thing we'll talk about but <laughs> and um i haven't felt motivated to use the handheld option until stardew valley because i'm like i want to go outside and like get some sun and some fresh air but also i need to tend to my farm uh so <laughs> just the irony <laughs> of tending to an 8-bit 2d farm <laughs> but like i need to go outside and get some sun yes 
whereas like actual farmers are that's, toiling yeah. in the heat and sun right yeah so that's that's been my great love right now i i really like it and i mentioned the move because it's been stressful and it's been so nice to look forward to decompressing with my video game mm -hmm. and it's just bringing me back to like the simple pleasures of being a kid. I feel like actually that's been brought up a lot for me or maybe for both of us during this move. It's like as we're packing all these extraneous items and tchotchkes that we've collected over the past five years being together, we're just being left with what is essential, which we talked a lot about in the last episode. And it's like we've got our piano or our keyboard which we're bringing with us. We've got my video game. We've got Eric's basketball. We've got like a couple of pots and pans. We've just been eating very simply, spending our time simply trying to make as much progress on the move, like in little spurts. And it's been nice. It's just been nice to simplify everything. And on the flip side of that, it's been, I don't know if frustrating is the right word <laughs> to use, but every time we bring stuff to the storage unit, we're like, ah, we've made progress on the apartment. Mm -hmm. And then as we're leaving the storage unit, we look at all of the stuff that's in there. And we're like, should we just, I said this last time, should light we just light fire? it on fire? <laughs> no. Like if we're, so, like we're so happy without, mm -hmm. like we're so happy with all this, the simplicity, like you just right. said. And it's like, every, I, I don't know, I feel like slightly depressed every time we leave the storage unit. Because yeah. I'm like, what is all this stuff? And I understand that it's like one of the things is my guitar amp, which I just I don't need at this point in my life. Like I don't need to, mm -hmm. you know, if we were playing shows all the time, I'd be like, well, I got to bring that to Atlanta. But right. it's like we're not doing that right now. So I'll just leave it there. And I understand that I need I, I will need that. And I do treasure that. Mm -hmm. And it's like my winter clothes are in there. Like, yeah, I'll keep those. Yeah. But it's like, why do we just I don't even know what this stuff is. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what it is. Right. We don't need it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we will. Yeah. eventually but i think i'm getting pretty good at kind of separating in terms of getting rid of things i feel like i've developed a good sense of what i actually am okay with parting with versus what i'm just impulsively trying to get rid of which i have done in the past like there have definitely been things over the past few years that i've purchased donated or given away and then a couple months later i'm like "Ooh, i really wanted that mm -hmm. and then i buy it again and i feel like i'm past that like i've culled enough truly like extraneous things from my life that i know i know what it feels like like when something is going to be useful for me in the future yeah it is it is a very strange process mm -hmm. the whole thing you know just looking around the house like yeah this is what we use that's why it's still here right and really treasuring it like you said mm -hmm. like ah, our piano our stardew valley our stardew valley <laughs> machine right um speaking of strange process and other strange things and stranger things that i was wondering how you were gonna get there <laughs> let's segue into the next thing that we are this is kind of i think the wild card episodes are kind of going to be things that we're wanting to recommend to people mm -hmm. you know yeah i get that so my recommendation is stranger things season four which i know i'm a little late on because i think it came out at the end of last month the beginning it, whatever it's been like a month since it's been out but <clears throat> i love the first season of stranger things all those years ago i liked season two i liked season three and i was kind of worried that the show was 
just getting i thought it was getting away from them right a little bit mm-hmm. i'm like how are they gonna bring this back into like, yeah. making a little more sense that's how i felt about westworld which started out as my favorite show of all time and then as the seasons went on i just we didn't even finish the last season so i we like that was summer of 2020 mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. we watched like a few episodes yeah and my dad was like keep watching it you'll you won't regret it and i'm like i don't know we can't do it maybe one day we'll reopen it but we were afraid i was afraid that that was happening with stranger things because i did like season one as well mm-hmm. um but but we we love it we love oh yeah, yeah where it's gone <laughs> i was trying I was... to pass the talking stick back to you and i was just like huh i didn't get i didn't pick up on it clearly <laughs> Yeah, so I just heard great things about season four, and then I was like, well, I guess I'll watch it, and then I was addicted to it, because it was so, I, it was so, it's so different. It was like, legitimately scary, horror-y, I don't know, there were like, there were a bunch of different plot lines happening at the same time, and it was just really cool, and people kept saying they wrap it up so nicely at the end. I'm like, I can't wait, I can't wait, and um, yeah, I finished it. I finished it and I was immediately upset that it was over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do I do now? Like the next, the final episodes of the season don't come out till July 1st, which I'm now realizing is the day we're leaving Colorado. So wherever we stop, I don't, the I, first I, I don't night, even know if I'm going to just... have it in me. No, I don't know. Oh, maybe. We'll, I, think I guess you, we'll I see. I think you will. You're yeah. going to want something to decompress with. Do you think it would be safe to put my laptop on my dashboard while we drive mm-hmm. and watch Stranger Things? Yes. If I had a Tesla, I could probably just put it on that big stupid tablet <laughs> thing they have in the middle. Yeah. Surely you're not allowed to do that in a te- like surely there's a restriction probably on the car. I would hope so. That but... says you can't watch Netflix while you're driving. I would hope so too. <laughs> uh so Sarah said um if you're so upset that it's over, why don't you just watch it again? And I was like I wasn't, I wasn't aware, aware that was, that was something, something a person, person could do. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> I watched it immediately after, and I loved every second of it the second time. And I was rewatching Stranger Things. You were playing Stardew Valley, and we were just really, like, the uh, end of the day mm-hmm. relaxation yeah. was at an all-time high. Which is great, because the during-the-day stress, because of moving again, was at an all-time high also. Yes. So it was really, really worked out. As far as Stranger Things goes, I, I'm i very picky with my television. And we've gone to a point where we don't try to always watch the same things. As in, like, we always tried to find the common ground when we were selecting TV shows over the past several years. And then neither of us was very happy with what we were watching. And I was finally like, babe i don't really care about tv just watch whatever you want he was like i'm gonna watch stranger things and i was just kind of like in the room i think i was like reading a book or writing a blog post or something and i was kind of like how i watch tv is like very almost peripherally i don't like focusing on things do you know what i mean i I like having like being able to go back and forth between things And so I was doing my thing and I would just kind of tune in to what was on the television when I was like interested in that plot point because there's like many different characters and different like layers of the plot and some of them I care about less than others and that's like the perfect way for me to watch TV and I I don't know like I'm allowing myself to do that now and even I kind of got sucked into 
the show, which I wasn't planning on, especially at the end of the first episode, just the way it was going. I was like, this is bizarre. This is not. Yeah. And then I got like pulled back in and I loved, I just loved how they like wrapped, like they like brought everything together that seemed kind of like all over the place over the past several seasons. And then when Eric was rewatching it, I was also kind of like rewatching different pieces of it too. Well, the funniest thing about you know, what you just said and how you watch TV and movies, <laughs> I mean, the reason it took me so long to be okay with, you know, you not really watching with me or you do just doing something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for a few reasons, but the first one being I watch TV and movies in the exact opposite way where I'm like, don't look at your, if you want to look at your phone, pause it. Look at your phone because you don't miss anything. Like, because I I know it's hard to listen and you're not looking at the TV. Mm -hmm. Like, I know you're going to miss to just put it on the phone, you know, whatever. And I feel like you've told me this is how your dad is. Oh, yeah. Right? Where he would always be like, wouldn't he be like that? When you were watching something, he'd be like, stop looking at, focus on the. Not necessarily for other people, but I think like if you, if you like, um, if he was watching something Mm. and you like wandered into the room and you're like, what's going on? He'd be like, like he doesn't want to be interrupted in his experience. And um, yeah, you're kind of like that too. Yeah. I'm always like, babe, babe, watch. You're not. And she's like, I don't care. He'll do that with baseball too. (laughs) They're like, like a play happens and they do the replay and he's like, babe, watch, 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 watch watch this. And I'm like, "Mm, okay. And I do humor him, but. But with, with movies and stuff, you know, I, I was just always like, you're not watching. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know how to tell you this, but I don't really care. <laughs> and I'm like, how can you not care? We're watching a thing to watch it. Yeah. And Sarah's like, well, I'm watching it because I love you. And I want you to, to enjoy it, you know, like mm-hmm. in a way where you feel like we're doing it together. And yeah. finally, I was like, hmm, it makes our relationship stronger to not try and force ourselves to enjoy the same thing at the same time. Right. It's better for us to do separate things. Mm-hmm. And then if you like what's happening, like in Stranger Things, you'll kind of just like latch onto it. Yes. But it just it just took me so long for, I don't know, it took me so long to understand that that was like fine. Right. I think like, I mean, we've caught, kind of talked about this before. It's like a theme of the podcast. Obviously. It's like the each of us has this through line in our personality that like really it just applies to everything and it's like how do i know if television or a video game or a book is worth investing my time in it's like am i intrinsically curious do i want to look it up cuz with things that i like i have to like go on to wikipedia and i have to go on to reddit and like see what other people are saying about it like with stardew valley i'm i'm in the wiki i'm like reading the strategy i'm figuring out what who's the best villager to marry you're slowly turning into the wiki yes i am i just am absorbing it and with television or movies that i'm interested in i like to know the spoil like they're not spoilers it's like it's important for me to know what i'm getting myself into it's important for me to know what the plot is i don't really value like plot twists for the shock like i value plot twists just for what they are Mm. like i like to if i'm interested in something i like hop online i read the plot so that i can see like in real time like all of the foreshadowing as it's happening and all of the interesting plot points like unfolding and know what's happening you know so you basically you like to have the experience on the first watch that i have on the second watch 
Yeah. Right? Because I like rewatching things because I'm like, well, I already know what happens. Yeah. But I want to see how they get there. Mm-hmm. from so like at the end of stranger things season four i won't say any actual spoilers if you haven't watched it but go watch it because it's good but when like the big reveal was unraveling mm-hmm. the first time i watched it i was like i have no, what is happening yeah and then after i had already known and i watched the second time i was like oh right this is how they got here and this is kind of like the hints they dropped that i obviously missed the first time mm-hmm. you like to have that experience the first time you watch it right because i usually don't like to rewatch things mm-hmm. i like to extract as much information as i can on the first watch yeah is yeah. she crazy tell me people i am She's a little crazy right but I, there's a lot of conditioning against what i do i think because mm-hmm. people are like no spoilers don't read it you're you're gonna ruin it for yourself which i've done a million times to you yeah and we'd be, we would be watching things together like earlier in our relationship and i'd be like i know i'm bored about this part and i'd go like to the bathroom or to get a snack or something and eric would pause it i'd be like don't pause it i don't want to sit through this like don't care. i'll come back in when i want to watch it mm-hmm. so it's just like we're we're both like very much accepting how we like to consume information and mm-hmm. entertainment yeah and it's it's good it's like it sounds like something very simple but it's, it's not, important it's not know? simple yeah. yeah especially like you know we've been we've been together for five almost our five, <laughs> our five-year anniversary is next month mm-hmm. it's like a month from now and i mean when we started dating i was what i was 22 a little 22, lad 22 23 <laughs> so like i mean i know that's not like a kid but it was it's little things like I did have this conditioning like, well, if we're not watching a show or movie together, there's like something wrong. Mm -hmm. Like we're not actually bonding. You know, it took a lot of undoing that conditioning to say like, like I said before, what actually makes us stronger to enjoy things and the way we like to enjoy them and not force ourselves to do something because we think it's going to make our relationship better. Yeah, I think it's good to apply that to every aspect of life Mm -hmm. just do what you want to you know doesn't matter yeah should we talk about something else yes we should um what else is there so the next thing i want to touch on is also related to media and video games and whatnot and this is a really really new thing this was only last night when Mm -hmm. this happened but sarah has been playing stardew valley which like we said before has that old school retro 2d look so at the same time she was playing that, I was, well, we've been packing and playing and we're trying to make it bearable. Mm-hmm. So we'll do like packing and then we'll do some chilling and we'll just, we'll try to make it as least painful as possible. Mm-hmm. Could not get that word out of my mouth. <laughs> so she was playing Stardew Valley and I was going through some of my things and I found my old Game Boy Advanced SP, which if you're not familiar, if you can't remember... It's the little square one that flip that like folds in half and flips out, and the top part is a screen, and the bottom is the controls. When were those in production? I think so. The game I'm playing on mm-hmm. it right now is from 2004, so oh, early okay. 2000s. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it was the regular Game Boy, the the Game Boy, the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Advance, and then the Game Boy SP. The last thing I had was a Game Boy Advance. Those things are sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So. I found that and I plugged it in and the game I had in it was Pokemon Fire Red, which 
man over the years i've found it so many times and like started playing a little is that the only one you have i have emerald too but i really like fire red because fire red is it's just like a recreation of pokemon red Mm. yeah so there are no new pokemon or like any weird stuff it's just good old classic pokemon right so yet again i found it and i charged it and i started a new game and i feel so differently about it this time than in the past i'm like this (laughs) is so good this game is so good (laughs) so i started playing it last night and i just i played for like two hours total i think over the course Mm -hmm. of last night and man it's just it's so good it's so fun so here we are sitting next to each other sarah's playing on the newest nintendo console handheld playing stardew valley and i'm Mm -hmm. next to her on a 20 year old console playing pokemon fire red why do you think you love it so much i think it reminds me of a simpler time yes as a kid (laughs) and i think i've played that game so badly so many times and i was saying this to you yesterday like I never had a strategy. A strategy. Mm-hmm. I never knew what to do, which Pokemon to have, like how to structure my team, mm-hmm. how to go about it, like how I go about things now. Mm-hmm. Right? I was just like free balling it every time I played, <laughs> and now, now I'm like I'm gonna go on all the forums on Reddit on like the IGN walkthrough guides, and be like, how can I start putting the best team together now for the end? Because every time I would play it, I'd get to the Elite Four at the end, you know, like the crazy strong trainers you have to beat at the end of the game. And my team would be so paltry in comparison. They would just suck. And I'm like, I can't I can't go through that again. I have to start now. Being proactive. Well, we were talking about this with video games. You know, I really like building just building a thing and i mean this is why you like stardew valley too right because you're like you're building this whole thing and creating this legacy right in the game and i like that too that's why i really like campaign modes in games like when i buy call of duty i don't play multiplayer which is the mode that every single person buys call of duty to play Mm -hmm. i'm like i just want to do the campaign and it's like a four-hour campaign, and I spent $60 on the game, and I'm like, this is not worth it. Right. But we both like we both like investing mm-hmm. our time and energy into feeling like we like made something. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. It's been, it's funny, because I remember you were, were you briefly playing this several years ago? Probably. Or was it just that you lent it to a coworker? Yeah, I lent it to a friend. I didn't know that you would get so into it. You know, me neither. I kind of just started it and I don't know. I'm just like running around and I'm like, well, I got to catch, I got to catch a Pikachu now and start leveling him (laughs) up and turn him into Raikou when he's at level 41 after he learns the move Thunder. Mm -hmm. I've just, I've never played the game with such uh, uh, foresight, gusto, foresight, gusto, exactly. (laughs) All those things. Right. So that's been very exciting. Man, I have so many fun. I had Pokemon Blue. I remember getting it at, I bought it at um, Costco. Hmm. I don't know if they, I haven't been to a Costco in years, but I know they used to sell video games and they would be affordable. And I remember the day that we bought it. And I remember like, I think I had the Game Boy 
in the car and I started playing it on the way home. Mm. I remember that. And my sister and I shared the Game Boy. Um, I actually remember, have I told you the story about how we got the Game Boy? I don't, the Game Boy Color. I'm not sure. We were, we used to spend like a couple of weeks in San Diego with my grandparents, my mom's parents um, every summer. And my my Lola, my grandma, had made this dish that neither my sister nor I liked, and we what wouldn't it? eat it. It's called arroz caldo. It's like Is a it rice? rice porridge with like there was like a lot of ginger in it, and I think I didn't like it because there was a bunch of ginger, and I didn't grow up with exposure to a lot of different flavors, honestly. So it was just very strange to me. I'd probably like it if I had it now, but... That's really weird because did your mom not cook Filipino food? Rarely. Huh. Maybe a, one or two dishes. Interesting. Okay. Right. So, yeah, my sister and I wouldn't eat it. And then my Lola was like, if you guys finish your bowls of this food, I will buy you a Game Boy Color. I thought you were going to do it in, in your Lola voice. No. <laughs> um, and so we did. You have told me that. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember, so those didn't have lights, like they didn't have backlights on the screens? I don't think so. Do you remember playing them in the car and like at night and waiting for, you know, like if you're driving on the highway, waiting for like every time you'd go past a light and you'd like get to see your screen and like do the next thing very briefly? Do you remember no, that at all? I don't. Yeah. I just remember playing it in the car and like driving back from the city or something at night. I'd be in the backseat just like trying to play Game Boy, but <laughs> I would have to wait for the lights to go shoo, 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 every time so I could actually see the screen. Mm -hmm. Eventually, we got one of those lights that plugged into the Game Boy and it went whoop. I think we had one of those too. Yeah. Yeah. But my sister and I were sharing that. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like there's only one save file on each cartridge. I could be wrong, yeah. but I feel like that caused some friction. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just another example of like, our different upbringings and my privilege because i'm pretty sure lauren and i each had our own five yeah we each had 17 <laughs> game boys yeah we pedaled one for them each off. room we pedaled them off at school <laughs> yeah and made some cash no but i think i we was each... flipping game boys <laughs> yeah i think we each had our own which um you know we're spoiled little fucking brats but it's great yeah um i man that was that's that's like the thing you do or that's what my parents would always do having me and my sister was like giving one of us one piece of a gift and then my sister the other piece and we both need like for example they gave me the Nintendo 64 for Christmas and then they gave my sister the games. <laughs> so I'd be that's like funny. you can't play that. She's like well you can't either. I own the cartridges. And your parents were like yeah. <laughs> yeah high fiving yeah. yeah that's funny um okay so last last thing i think we want to talk about well okay i want to say a brief thing because i think Please. your thing is longer okay this is just a product recommendation i don't know what she's gonna say the, okay we have our kitchen is an explosion right now because we've mm -hmm. been packing everything and usually i'll wake up and i'll make us iced espresso or some kind of latte oh and it hasn't been fun to be in the kitchen so we were at target the other day and i bought a, a packet of a packet a box of these if you guys are watching on youtube i'm showing it the la colombe brand like canned coffees i have cold brew here but they have like draft or like nitro oat milk lattes vanilla 
Yeah, and it's really a special experience, you know? Really is. To wake up first thing in the morning, crack open our fizzy lattes, turn on my video game. (laughs) Isn't it funny how... (laughs) I don't know. I, like this last week or so, we've really been. We've regressed. <laughs> no, we've just we've been waking up and we're like, let's play some video games because we've got a whole lot of packing and stuff in front of us. Mm-hmm. And then we do that all day. And then at the end of the day, it's like, really, what's been going on is we wake up, play video games, drink our coffee, pack, 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 bring stuff to the storage unit, uh, go play basketball at the park, mm-hmm. come back, eat dinner pack a little more because we feel like we didn't do enough and then play video games and go to sleep mm-hmm. it's just been like a very weird schedule thing we've been on i love it. it yeah it's definitely not sustainable it's definitely like i love having different like phases mm-hmm. always moving in and out of different little phases in life and like just going hard into whatever the phase is and it's like this is where i am now i'm not going to try to force myself to be super productive i've been like doing some studying which Maybe we'll talk about in the future, but Mm, please. I've been studying a lot and I don't know. Like, I just love it. I love not pressuring myself to also try to be super productive in the midst of all the chaos of our life. Yeah. And once we move and we're settled into our new place, I'm not going to keep doing this. Then I'm going to try to establish another kind of routine that makes me feel a different way. And I just love always like moving between. And just owning what I want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're just, like, we know what we have to do right now. Mm-hmm. And we're just doing it in a way that's easiest yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to play Pokemon in bed, drinking a can of coffee that costs way too much. Well, see, it's not, though. It, see, like, I, I love, like, little luxuries. It's like when we're dreaming about our, we're, we're envisioning our dream life. And it's like, they're just little things. Like, what if I could just buy myself a latte whenever I wanted? Mm. And if you can kind of distill that feeling down and find a way, like a smaller way to do it that costs a little less. Mm. It's like buying a four pack of coffees is more than making it yourself every day, but it's less than going to Starbucks. And it's just like half, it's the bridge Mm -hmm. that still gives you that same little feeling of luxury. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know. Yeah. You know, if you can just give yourself those little pleasures, it changes the way that you show up in the world. Yeah. And on a related note, we've also been watching, slowly but surely, the, uh, the re, what is it called? The, the reboot? The reboot, thank you, of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which is just called The Kardashians on Hulu. And, you know, Sarah was like, I just want something to, like, put on in the background. It's trashy. And I was like, whatever, I'll watch it with you. And now I'm like, I love this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. But part of the reason is because, well, actually, a big part of the reason is the fact that you just hear so much shit talked about that family all the time. They're yeah. so stupid. Why are they even famous? They're just, like, hot and have big butts, you know? And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I really have never known anything about them. And now that we're watching the show, I'm like, oh. I mean, they are, like you know they are super rich people and mm. they act like it sometimes i'm like but they're they seem pretty normal i don't know right. they fight like my sisters like <laughs> kim's trying to get people off death row and she's like studying for the bar i'm like oh you're like you guys are like smart and cool i don't i don't mm. know right so 
that was interesting. But what I wanted to talk about was how just watching their exceptionally wealthy lifestyle, <laughs> it really has been like inspiring mm-hmm. to be like, you know, I don't need to be that rich or famous ever. <laughs> right. But I'm like just watching just watching them go out and like get a $30 salad in LA. It's like, mm, you know, what can I do in my life to get closer to that? I don't know. It's like, it's a weird kind of inspiring. Yeah. yeah I think it's it's not even about the specifics of the kind of luxury that they have, but more about like, what would it feel like to be able to do whatever you want? Like, what would it feel like to make choices that are not rooted in scarcity? Mm-hmm. I think that's what I kind of pick up on when I'm watching their show. <laughs> and sometimes you're just like I want to be I want to be this wealthy or and I whatever but you don't exactly know what you like why yeah like what you want mm-hmm. so it's interesting watching these rich people do whatever the fuck they want all the time and thinking like oh these are the options that would be available to me even like mm-hmm. why do I want to have more money it's so I can like I said just go get a really expensive salad or something (laughs) or like they're like oh we're getting massages today and i'm like oh yeah that's a thing i could i would want to do it's just like putting ideas into your head to kind of help you envision the life you want because like i said sometimes you're just like i want more money and it's like what for and you're like i haven't really got that far (laughs) i just know you're happier when you have a lot of money or you project onto wealth what you see other people doing and it's not actually things that you want or enjoy, mm-hmm. right? It's like, I don't know. What I think going through the move has really been making me think a lot about what I actually value. I mean, it's like the theme of the past couple of episodes, but I have been over like my adult life I've never been like tremendously financially successful and I'm always like like earlier in my life I was listening to a lot of like law of attraction and like wealth gurus and they were talking about oh it's so important to be specific about the number that you're trying to manifest like how are you going to I don't know like what is it the saying shoot for the moon at least Mm -hmm. you'll land upon among the stars and they're like you know always aim for something that's higher like a specific number that's higher than you actually want and i'd be doing that i'd be like okay well i I guess i want like ten thousand dollars in a month but like that doesn't that number i've never like experienced that in my life so it just was very like an empty kind of like a manifestation ideal But if you actually think about what experiences you want to have and even more like an even more distilled way about thinking of thinking about that is like, what do I want to feel? It's I don't know. It really feels better to me than trying to manifest a specific amount of money Mm -hmm. because I mean, we're just talking about how I'm getting so much joy from this coffee that costs like $2 a can, you know? Or I'm getting so much joy from this video game that costs me $12 on sale, you know? Yeah. And in the process of playing this video game that I'm loving so much, I'm not scrolling on Amazon or scrolling through, I really like Poshmark. <laughs> I went through this period over the pandemic where I was just buying a lot of clothes that I liked, but just had no occasion to wear. And I think it was because I was like, 
I was bored because mm-hmm. I wasn't doing things that were really enjoyable to, for yeah. me, you know? What if you just invest in the things that are actually going to be a good use of your time that are going to prevent you from just mindlessly purchasing other things to fill that void, yeah. you know? Or mindlessly doing other things. Like last night, we didn't we didn't sit in bed for, you know, an hour and a half on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram just feeling uh worse usually <laughs> we were instead playing our video games and just every now and then just being oh what are you doing over there oh how's your team how's your how's your farm just like giving each other a, a little hug and a kiss and it was just much nicer and i you know even if i did have if i had the wealth of a kardashian in this moment mm-hmm. i'd still want to play my pokemon game from exactly. 20 fucking years ago yes yeah. that's what it's about those are the things that matter yep Oh, that was so sweet. See, mm-hmm. I told you guys that even if we have a conversation about whatever, it's going to turn into, because that's, you know, that's what it's all about, really. Doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So, may I may I transition? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I've gone to play basketball. Well, I've been going like every single day, but a few days ago, there was a group of guys shooting around on the basketball court. I could tell immediately that there weren't like basketball players just because of the way they were shooting and playing. Mm. So there were like four guys who, four Latino guys who only one of them kind of spoke English. So most of them only spoke Spanish. And I walked up like with my basketball, like get up on (laughs) Uh, with like my basketball shoes. and, And I was like, oh, what's up? And I was just kind of shooting around with them. And eventually I was like, you guys want to play a game and so i think there were three of them there and then there was me so i was like i don't i still don't know how to say two on two right like two versus two mm-hmm. so i was like oh do you guys i was like dos y dos like two and two and they were like oh yeah okay and we ended up playing together and it's just funny because they were able to tell me that they were there playing soccer but they had a basketball and they were just like fucking around basically but they're soccer they're soccer guys mm-hmm and so we were just having a good time and just being really silly and playing like very i don't know like i said since they're not used to playing like street ball they don't know like all like the little rules you're supposed to abide by like un unspoken unwritten rules like when you go to a basketball court so it was just like a very unhinged chaotic game and we had a lot of fun and then i left and then a few days later um i went back and they were there again and i was like oh what's up guys And again, none of us could really understand each other, (laughs) but we ended up playing like three on three that time. And I, we're just like messing with each other. And I don't know, like, like I said, not used to playing basketball, this group of guys. So there was one time I like did like a fancy basketball move and like put up a layup (laughs) and I just like did this dribble and like the spin and like took two steps and whatever. And they were like, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> like, there are some things that you don't need language for. And I know they were being like, oh, look at you, big basketball guy, <laughs> you know. So then immediately afterward, one of the guys on the other team, you know, he he got the ball in a similar spot to where I had it when I did that fancy basketball move. Mm-hmm. And he, like, looked at me and, like, pretended to do what I did, like, really exaggeratedly and missed the shot. And we were all just cracking up. And I was like, isn't it so cool that, We don't need to speak the same language to A, play with each other and B, to like fuck with each other (laughs) and like kind of roast each other. Right. I I don't know. It's, I mean, I hope I see them again before we go, but both of those experiences were just so fun. It's very wholesome. Mm -hmm. 
it's it's exactly the kind of experience that Eric excels in too. That would never happen for me because I'm so introverted. It wouldn't happen for you because you speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> True. And I can't play basketball. I mean, basketball is the universal language. Ball is life after all. It basketball is. is my favorite sport. I <laughs> love the way they dribble up and down the court. So I don't know. I just, I like, we've been isolated for so long. Mm -hmm. It was nice when we were living for six months with my mom and sister, just to have Eric is able to like, joke with people and talk with people and have like a little sister for a mm -hmm. while you know who's older than me yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's about the archetype we're embodying mm -hmm. and she is a little sister archetype yeah. um and then we moved up to this town in colorado that's like technically close to our friends and family but like i don't know it's just hard to make the time mm-hmm and um, it's just been nice to see Eric playing basketball with strangers and having those little moments. And yeah. Like I love a good game of intense, you know, one-on-one -on -one or two-on-two -two or whatever. But there was something just more special about playing with these guys who usually don't play this sport, especially like in any serious capacity mm -hmm. and us not speaking the same language and just just having fun regardless i mean there were times where they were laughing and i said to sarah after we were done i was like yeah i don't know if they were laughing at me <laughs> like i don't know what they're saying about me and like i mean i could only assume if they've been playing with me for, you know multiple on multiple days that they like me and don't think i'm stupid <laughs> or something <laughs> but you know it, it is like it is weirdly um i would get weirdly self-conscious about like I don't know what they're saying. I don't know if they're laughing with me or laughing at me. Yeah, like ¿por qué a, no los dos? I know, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if they're like, look at this stupid gringo. Like, I'm like, okay. But, you know, and another like deeper reason is because there's just so much nowadays. I mean, it's been happening forever. But nowadays with social media and being able to record everything, you know, we're seeing and hearing and therefore hearing about so much more racism and people being terrible to each other because of their race or religion or whatever like i said it's it's always happened but it's more visible now so it's especially meaningful going and just being a white guy going into like a group of people of color and just being like what's up you want to play and us just like immediately harmoniously getting along and doing something fun and being silly with each other mm -hmm. and being like you know it's just a good reminder for everyone like uh, there are a lot of people who don't give a shit if you're black or white or Latino or whatever, and they just want to have a good time. Mm -hmm. It's a good reminder that we're all just people trying to get by in the world, mm -hmm. and we do love each other. Mm -hmm. So that was that was a big meaningful part for me. Very you know? heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? I don't think so. Um, no, only... Don't let me go play basketball at any other time except for like 7.30 because that's, <laughs> that's the time I went both times I saw them there. Mm -hmm. So I think that's it. Cool. Our next episode is going to be broadcasting from Hotlanta. Hotlanta. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Yes. Um, we'll be doing them around once a month. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime please leave us a review on Spotify, which you can do now, or iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. It mm -hmm. helps people, you know, hear the podcast. Man, yes. I never know how to do this part. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We love you, and we'll talk to you next time.
Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>